When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Welcome to part two. I'm Holly. I'm Dave. How are you? Doing great. Yeah, it's been a it's been a while. I'm loving 1981. Yeah, it's kind of cool. We're uh, we're taking our time uh, perusing through the top 106.7 songs on K Rock that they uh, they they were kind enough to put them in order, <laughs> and we're discussing all 106.7 songs. Very helpful. Yeah, we left off at uh, number 70, so now we're in uh, part two. We start off uh, with 69. With the band I didn't remember, 2020. All right. Well, you were obviously not a pop rock, pop fan. You know, they're kind of in the, the vein of the shoes. and cheap. Well, actually, Cheap Trick, I guess, were the ones that it was kind of a scene. People tried to emulate the Beatles, create a new wave scene around it. I think the Knack were probably the, the most popular band to, uh, to kind of achieve uh, the pop rock uh, type notoriety i don't know if that's a fair thing to say because i am a huge fan of pop music but i think in this era it, yeah it was a thing it was, it was really about the yeah, new wave right it was just a cult thing you know there were yeah, yeah there was a band the shoes um and then um and then this band 2020 also a local la band although i believe the members came from elsewhere originally but they this band originated in hollywood yeah i do remember actually now i'm thinking about it that uh, i used to uh, in the LA Times, they always showed who was playing shows at uh, the Starwood and the Whiskey, and I would look at it going, "Oh, I'll never go there." But I do remember seeing like 2020 was was a band that played at the Starwood a lot, and you know did that that local scene. Be sure it wasn't the British pop punk band 2020. I no, I'm pretty sure it was the local band. <laughs> they they're very cute. They look like a boy band. I'm going to post a picture on Instagram. They look like a boy band. Sure, very cute, adorable. <laughs> All right. Also, uh, well, not adorable. David Lindley. Do you know the song Mercury Blues? And El Rayo X. Yes. You do know David Lindley? Yes. You remember that? Okay. David yeah, Lindley and El Rayo X was the band. I don't know why they weren't listed as that. Maybe it wasn't. Do you not remember the song? No, I, I do remember the song. I saw, actually, I saw David Lindley a, a few years back at a folk and bluegrass festival. And, huh? he, and he still played Mercury Blues. He's a yeah blues, blues guitar, really great guitar player. Yeah. So did his other music fit the K-Rock? No. Well, no, I think this was, uh, he's moved on to other things. Yeah. More, he's more blues, uh, you know, Americana type artist now. And uh, 67, probably one of my favorite bands now. <laughs> Still, just get a kick out of them. It's uh, Sparks. And this is Tips for Teens. 
and it's from the album Womp That Sucker. If you remember that album cover, they had great album covers. I can't picture it, but I love those guys. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I saw them a few years back and still great. Like, uh, just brilliant. Kind of a, almost like a prog rock band in a way, but have their their hands in all types of genres. In the 70s, they were a glam rock band and they became a new wave band in the in the mid 80s and now they've kind of they're they're still making these great pop punk songs that are really wonderful. So are they still making music and oh, yeah. was it a sentimental show or was it was the new music good and New music it- is great. They have a uh their last album a few years back was was brilliant. Edgar Wright, do you know the director? Like he directed Baby Driver and he's done Oh yeah. Uh, yeah, okay. He is doing a documentary on the band that's supposed to come out if not this year then next year. He's obsessed with the band. They're just one of those bands. It's just endless uh, interest in, in what they, what they do. We can look forward to that. Tips for teens. We'll definitely see more. Yes, we will. <laughs> um, as we will of X, who are uh, next on the list. The Once Over Twice, again, from uh, for Wild Gift. I think uh, just as strong as the first album, their debut album, yeah. Los Angeles. I loved, uh, I loved Wild Gift. It's one of my favorites. They are the quintessential LA band. They still are. Yeah. They still, yeah, they're still playing around, and yeah. it's it's great. So much fun. Uh, and then uh, back to the Cars. So now we're it's all new wave right now. <laughs> Starting with the Cars and shake it up. The titular song from the, <laughs> from the shake 19- it up from shake it up shake it up from shake shake it up. Indeed, this was their breakout album. I mean, you know. I, I think I had given up on the cars actually because because I was a kid and they became too popular. So Were you, you know, a rebel? so everyone was listening to Shake It Up. Like, oh, forget about you. you know. It's like listen to X. What? Why are everyone listening to the cars? So you came back to the. I think some people did come back to the cars. Of course, yeah. I came back to the cars. Yeah, my crew has always been a fan. Always, always been fans. I yeah, have, I, lo- I have a group of friends that have been loyal fans ever since the eighties. Yeah. Yeah, I love the the first two Cars records. The third one, Panorama, was I was okay on, and then Shake It Up just exploded, and then so I was kind of like, ah, forget them. I'll move on to something new. Yeah. <laughs> um, Fair weathered fan. Yeah, I kind of was. Devo, <laughs> it's a cover of Working in a Coal Mine's brilliant, it's just brilliant. Yeah, another okay. Devo appearance. Oh my God, so brilliant! I love this song so much. Um, more new wave. Boingo, boingo, boingo. boingo. What you see is what you get. Yeah. Have we, have we talked too much about Danny Elfman? The genius that is Danny Elfman. All right. So you're saying let's move on. So we played um, uh, Rock Pile with Robert Plant. This is uh, Dave Edmonds, who was in Rock Pile. Yes. He loves his rockabilly. This was almost Saturday night, which was huge in the 80s, early 80s, rockabilly, 50s type music. Oh, yeah. It's huge. Stray Cats, they'll also make an appearance. They will on this. be making, I'm yes. sure they will. Yes, they will. Uh, yeah, that was a thing. It was like uh, James Dean and Marilyn Monroe were somehow huge in the early 80s. Very good. And uh, yeah, so that's, uh, so we loved hearing 50s music with a, with a new wave spin to it, I guess. <laughs> Everything old comes back eventually. Everything old is new again. Yeah, that's good. I should remember that. That's a good saying. <laughs> I wish I could say I coined that term. <laughs> All right. And then our favorites popping up again. Pack it up. Good song. And again, I, I think we touched on this. It was a, uh, a strong as the first album, which nothing nothing would ever touch that album. No, I, I, I mean, it's still, it's in the top 10, so it was impossible. Like one of those albums that were, really were impossible to follow up. But uh, It's like their Joshua Tree. Yeah. But, 
Yeah. But it's not the end of Chrissy High by any stretch of the imagination. No, definitely not. Pretender's still going strong. Four appearances on this chart. Yeah, you better you bet. Yeah. They sure are. Yeah. Oh, oh wait. the Who. What? Huh? Yeah. Oh, The Who are next at uh, 60. That's Also a funny one to me on this, The Who. It is. It was a pop hit. And it was, that was one of those songs that was played everywhere. Yeah. While well, you've gleaned that I'm not a fan, I'm not always a fan, like when the Rolling Stones went pop and some of these other classic rock bands, but there's something about You Better You Bet. It was super catchy. Yes. Yeah. Slightly dirty a little yeah. bit. Yes. If you look in the lyrics. You like to sing it. You like to sing it with a partner. Yeah. Yeah. All right. <laughs> when I say I love you. <laughs> Nice. I did not sing that. Oh, more karaoke to do. <laughs> Man, can't wait to get you in a karaoke bar. All right. Uh, Sparks has returned yes. with uh, I Married a Martian. Mm-hmm. Another, they're just quirky and funny, and I love them. Yeah, uh, Sparks really hit uh, in this in this era. They kind of uh, found their niche. There was The audience was ready to uh, to receive them. Yeah. And they did for a few years to come. I mean, this is just the beginning for them. Yes. Yeah. Here's your band, Human Sexual Response at number 58. Yeah. Speaking of dirty, man, was this song dirty. And I loved it. I think that's why I loved it. I mean, the word vagina was in there. No way. Yes. I don't remember the song. Really? Yeah. I put my finger to my Ah! tongue. I taste vagina. Oh, yeah. Wow. Yes. I still remember that line. You're going to go back and listen to it. You're embarrassing me. I'm embarrassing myself. You know, that's, of course, what intrigued a young teenage. Sure, 16 years old. Oh, man. And I think K-Rock was the only station that played it. It was, you know, Jackie Onassis was a bigger hit for the band, but but K-Rock, I think, because it was dirty and uh, they really, they they liked playing that up. So that was played a lot. They did that a lot with a lot of their bands, a band that had a hit. Mm -hmm. You know, they played a lot of the lesser, the lesser songs, which was great. You got a lot of exposure to these bands. Yes. Um, Except this one was higher up on the chart. Right, because I kept calling up requesting it. (laughs) (laughs) All right. On to the police, number 57. Yeah. So, yeah, Ghost of the Machine, just a huge, huge Mm -hmm. album for them. And, uh, yeah, and they were playing songs that other stations weren't. So, like Spirits in the Material World, great song. Um, I I don't think it got a lot of play on other rock stations. So it was kind of cool to hear that. I think you're right. Of course, that was pretty much all I was listening to at the time, so I couldn't really tell you. What year did, K- did KMET, what was the demise of KMET? It wasn't until later. Yeah, yeah so 80, I guess I still did because I still was listening to KMET. Okay. For my, for my Rolling Stones, yeah. for my older Rolling Stones K- and none of this shit from Tattoo U. KMET scared me, I think. I, I don't know. It was just they played. I don't Iron know. Maiden? Yeah, they played like this Black Metallica? Sabbath. Metallica? Yeah. Uh, not no, Metallica yet. Soon. Yeah, it was too but soon. They played like. Scary rock and roll. I I I like the subversive of uh, of human sexual response. You're I soft. Liked, I was. That's I was, not what I mean. No, I understand what you mean. <laughs> Scare me, ACDC. These guys. I, yeah. Anyway. Yeah. So I can. No, I can that's, understand. That's why that. I gravitated towards uh, yeah to K Rock a little bit. It's a little different. Oh, uh, here we go. First of Wall of Voodoo. Wall of Voodoo. Red light. Good to hear. Good to see. Um, and then uh, another head scratcher is Foreigner. Yeah. Urgent with the with their sax solo. Does it make you wonder if that was some record company deal? Oh, I'm sure it was. <laughs> I'm sure it was. Yeah, because it's not fitting anymore. Um, all right, so then we go to the plasmatics. More Wendy O. Williams, sex junkie. Yeah, well, there you go. That's why it was played. Yeah. <laughs> He's a sex junkie. K-Rock, they knew their audience well. Yeah, yeah, more Devo. 
Look at that. Yeah, through being cool. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Eliminate the ninnies and the twits. Yes, <laughs> that's the, right. It's the best. So um, this and, is a head scratcher to me too. This next one. Yeah, Joe Walsh. Uh, yeah, Life of Illusion. I. I mean, that was a big album, but still, it's interesting that uh, the K Rock played it. Yep. Joe Walsh. You know, he's kind of a left of center guy. Yeah, he is. Oh, with great personality. His personality would go more with K Rock. Yeah, I think so too. <laughs> I still think it's not match that he's in the Eagles, but uh, <laughs> but it works, I guess. Yes, it does. You're enjoying the What Difference Does It Make podcast, but we're going to take a break right now, and we'll be right back. Hello, Pantheon Podcast listeners. Christian Swain here to tell you more about my experience with Raycon earbuds. Our family now has three pairs of Raycon earbuds around the house, and my wife just grabbed a pair of the headphone pros to replace some headphones from a company that was double the price. And yes, she loves them. Now, if you haven't pulled the trigger on a pair of Raycons, or even if you have, but you're in the market for another pair because they're just that good, well, now is the time to check them out because they just launched their upgraded model of the best-selling everyday earbuds. With Raycon's upgraded everyday earbuds, now you also get active noise cancellation, ergonomic design, and multi-point connectivity that lets you pair with two devices at once. New quick charge function, three customizable sound styles plus awareness mode, available in a variety of vibrant new colors to complement any and all skin tones. I even have a pair of earbuds in a cool green color. I have tried just about every earbud known to humankind, and these Raycons are fantastic. Seriously, if you've been wanting to check out Raycons, there truly is no better time. You're going to ask yourself why you didn't check them out sooner, and Raycon offers a 30-day happiness guarantee. So what are you waiting for? Go to buyraycon.com pantheon today to get 20% off your Raycon order, plus free shipping. That's right. You'll get 20% off and free shipping at buyraycon.com pantheon. Buyraycon.com pantheon. Here we are. The What Difference Does It Make podcast returns. Um, yeah, 51, Neighbors, Rolling Stones, mm. another AOR song. Yep. I know you don't like this. But then we move into a band that, uh, again, that you love that we will talk about more when we do the in-depth look into Beauty and the Beat. Um, number 50 is This Town. This Town is our town. Yes. Um, it is so glamorous. Yes. Well, they're singing about L.A. So, you know, it's just it's fitting that... Uh, but they, uh, the K-Rock would play a lot of this. Yeah. It's still great. I mean, when they play it in L.A., when they play at their shows, it's, it's just great. You know, it's like, yeah, this is, this, they wrote it about this. They're singing this. I'm singing this at the top of my lungs. You can't beat it. It's the best. Um, more progressive rock. Super, well, this is super progressive rock. This is more uh, like uh, Talking Heads type of music. King Crimson, Elephant Talk. Adrian Ballou's in the band, yep. you know, just really weird Super world music. Yeah. I mean, this was one of those like, wow, this is, this is crazy. This is really different. Um, and it still is, it's still a great, great song. And, um, I think it holds up really well. And then, um, and then we go on to, uh, probably the, one of the biggest hits, uh, that's still being played. Uh, it's Bowie and Queen under pressure. Under pressure. That and, was, a, I don't know what it is. I was at a, a club within the last few years and, 
I mean, I know the song is a huge hit. I know everybody, there isn't, I mean, it's one of those, it's not a Bohemian Rhapsody type of sing-along, but everybody loves Under Pressure. But people like to dance to this. Well, I don't know how you dance to that. I don't either. I I can snap my fingers. Yeah, they just kind of moved, but. All right. You ever go on YouTube and listen to, uh, they have like, um, they separate the uh, the vocal tracks to uh, to songs. Yeah. There's one of of, uh, Bowie and Freddie Mercury doing Under Pressure. And it's just amazing. Like, you know, there's no enhancement. It's just them singing and it's just, it's chills. So fun. It's crazy. So much talent. All right. So uh, now we get into dancing music. This is a dance song. We don't need this fascist groove thing. (laughs) Heaven 17. (laughs) Yeah. This was good dance music. Did you love this? This wasn't my favorite. I had a hard time calling up this song. (sighs) Da-da-da-da-da. Anyway. Yes. And I like them. I like them. I thought Uh, they were good. Another quintessential moving into the the modern rock new wave. Yeah. I mean, this was. Yeah. yeah, This was Heaven 17, Erasure. You know, these were types of bands where you can new wave, but dancey, new romantic type. This was my first exposure to uh, these songs. So it was was cool to hear that. Human League. Yeah. Yeah. No, definitely. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It was kind of, it was really cool. So that's, I kind of like that. Um, and then uh, the first appearance, yes, at number cure. forty-six. Number forty-six, yes, the Cure, Primary, yes, yeah. That was it. Remember, I don't remember the exact first time I heard it, but hearing it just that that had a huge impact on me. It was like one of those visceral was it really? reactions. Yeah, the music music has the ability to do that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Actually, I wrote down one of the lyrics that I loved. It's uh, the very first time I saw your face, I thought of a song. And quickly change the tune. <laughs> like, I love that. Uh, I love him. Yeah. <laughs> I'm telling you. Yes. So oh, I, yeah. Oh, anyway. Episode. Yeah. When I heard that song, like, oh yeah. And then I was reminded of that lyric. Like, oh, that's that's uh, brilliant. So this was so the first Cure song played on K Rock. Is that right? No. No. They. Um, well, they. I'm sure they played like um, Jumping Someone Else's Train. That was before then. Okay, it just um, didn't chart. Didn't yeah, I think I don't know if they, they probably didn't play Kill, "Killing an Arab." Well, they might have played it at the time. I think yeah. they may have played it at the yeah. time. Yeah, yeah. So anyway, but this was—I think this is the highest debut we've yeah. seen of the Cure, and just like Depeche Mode, I think we're going to be seeing more of yes. them. Yeah, I'm, I'm pretty sure. You think so? Yeah, I do. <laughs> All right. Oh, here we go. Here's the more rockabilly. All right, here we go. Yeah, Stray Cats rock this town. I mean, that mm-hmm. was—it's it, amazing how huge this was. They were a 50s revival band, and everyone gravitated towards it. Just something new and different, I think. And the sound, it just, uh, again. It, it wasn't, well, I guess for teenagers, it was new. But, you know, I'm sure my dad was like, oh, yeah, I've heard this before. <laughs> you know. Everything old is new again. Yeah. There it is. Yeah. But, um, so, yeah, it was it was of that moment. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, Brian Setzer still does well with his orchestra and still touring and, uh does real well at this time at the time i mean it was just just a huge breakout it was number one album and i think rock this town did it hit number one i don't know if rock this town hit number one but yeah rock this town and stray cat blues stray cat strut oh geez stray cat blues is a rolling stone song oh oh <laughs> all right yeah so yes so yeah the stray cats were just all over 1981 yeah. In 1982. They were really fun also. Definitely. But fun to watch. Um, okay, more dirty talk with uh, the Pretenders, Bad Boys Get Spanked. 
Again, that's probably the reason why K-Rock played it. Just dirty, dirty song. But it also had a good energy. For, I know oh, that album did. was not among our favorites. This, this one was probably one of my favorite songs on yeah. that album. Yes, agreed. Um, and now uh, here we go with Adam and the Ants. Yay. Yay. Doggy Dog from Kings of the Wild Frontier. Yeah. That was a look, wasn't it? That was a look. They, you know, he was touring. He was doing a, a, he was touring recently on this album, Kings of the Wild Frontier, doing like a YouTube play Joshua Tree. He was yeah. playing it all the way through. Oh, okay. Yeah. Do you like, yeah, I think we've talked about playing albums all the way through. Yes. We build up to uh, number 40 before we wrap this up. Uh, number 42 is Loverboy, Turn Me Loose. <laughs> is this our first uh, Loverboy sighting, the Canadian band? Might be the first and last on this on this K-Rock chart, this station that is K-Rock. I don't know. I don't expect we're going to hear, hear any more Loverboy, we do lo- you? We love Lover boy, we I never put a, a headband around my my forehead, but uh, uh, that was a look. I saw Lover boy open for Journey. It might have been nineteen eighty. Might have been nineteen eighty one or eighty two. Yeah, that would that would be a good bill. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that was it. Was great at the time. The, I, I don't know if the album is. Uh, this is from uh, the album, but Get Lucky was the album. Uh, the, the album's called Get Lucky. A guy had his fingers crossed behind his back, meaning like he's lying <laughs> to a woman, possibly to hoping to get lucky. Did not remember that. You don't that. remember that? No, oh, super suggestive. <laughs> oh, so inappropriate. And we love suggestive. Oh, we do love the, we do love that. All right, 41 more, possibly my favorite, favorite songs from this era, Ghost Town by The Specials. Just amazing. Just uh, like, uh, it's it's not only an uh, intriguing song, Lyrically, but they were fun and different. I mean, yeah. they were different. It was a different sound. It was bringing some like ska and coming to the forefront. Yeah, so it was just like the end of the era of, of dance clubs, or mm-hmm. you know, like it was a new era. It was just uh, you know, it's a dance song, but uh, but uh, you know, that should have been played in the clubs, but all the clubs have been closed down, according to the song. <laughs> you know, just the atmospheric feel of like of yeah. just the way it starts off and and just everything. It was that was like. Uh, I was like the stairway to heaven of ska music. All right. And then we will uh, end this countdown with a band I'm not too sure about. <laughs> See you on the other side. Brian Briggs. All right. Is the artist. Do you, do you know the song? See you on the other side. I think I played. I think it was a typical new wave song. Yeah. I couldn't. I couldn't call it up in my mind when I was looking at this chart. So I listened to it and he, you may know it as as goodbye, Frankie. I'll see you on the other side. Okay. You recognize it as soon as you as soon as you listen to it. Sounds great. So yeah. why don't we wrap this up and I'll see you on the other side of part three in our uh, discussion of uh, all songs that were played on K Rock in 1981. Well, the top 106 point 106 point seven songs. True, true. Wrapping up part two, 1981. Correct. K Rock. Thank you so much for tuning in. This is Dave. This is Holly. Thank you for listening to What Difference Does It Make. See you later. Over and out. Check you later. I'm use check you later now. Is that check or check? I don't know. <laughs>
FantasyPoints.com features industry-leading experts and prognosticators using proprietary hand-charted data to help you score more fantasy points. FantasyPoints.com is the place to go for whatever kind of fantasy football you play. Whether you play fantasy football, daily fantasy sports, or do a little bit of everything, Fantasy Points has the meticulously researched content to guide you to victory. And why wait for the fall? Fantasy Points also covers the new spring football league, the UFL. Join the guru, John Hansen, Scott Barrett, Joe Dolan, and other massive names in the fantasy football universe with an exclusive offer. Use code Pantheon for 15% off any Fantasy Points package, including the all-in package, with access to every article, tool, and data nugget that Fantasy Points has to offer. That's FantasyPoints.com and code Pantheon for 15% off at Fantasy Points. FantasyPoints.com, code Pantheon. Score more Fantasy Points. 